whiskey on diesel boats, they call us bubblehead. Our blood is laced with diesel smoke for sailors to the end. Our diesels wind through the salty brine until we take her deep. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pair of Kings podcast. As always, I'm your host, Saul Thompson. You can find me on Instagram at Saul Thompson. I'm joined this week not only by my wonderful co-host. I'm Michael Smith. You can find me on Instagram at at underscore Smithstagram. But by a very special guest. You may know him uh, by his Instagram, which is at apparition.xci. Um, but you may also know him as Juan Sarabia. Um, he is a... Um, Bape collector. Uh, I hesitate to use the word archivist because that word's got a connotation now that may not be great. But regardless, uh, serious Bape collector, incredibly knowledgeable about the stuff, and we're very excited to have him on the podcast today. The Bape so, Beef Oracle. The Bape Beef Oracle. Yeah, no, I got some stories <laughs> about that, but I'm happy to be here, man. Uh, I love I love the podcast, love everything y'all do, so it's an honor to be here chopping it up with you two today. Happy yeah, to yeah. have you. I think since I started on the podcast you're the one person that like every couple of weeks i'm like hey can we talk to apparition yet hey hey can we reach out and now we're finally here here. what do y'all want to know what do y'all want to know i got the answers i promise uh uh do they make a baby milo funko pop (laughs) oh man i you know i think they made like their own i think they made their own way cooler yeah uh, but you know, just you know, I have like a secret room in my apartment. This is like floor to ceiling, just Funko Pops. I know how mm. much y'all love them. Oh yeah, big Funko Pop. We're not. We can't do another Funko Pop podcast. <laughs> nah, that we ran know. that bit dry. <laughs> I refuse to do this again. If if we make even like two jokes, it'll it'll snowball. Um, <laughs> cutting myself off. Uh, Juan, can you can you run us a fit check? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Uh. Uh, it's, it's a chill Sunday. I've been partying all weekend, so I'm just, oh, I'm just rocking yeah. like the, like the, the real basic drinks today. I got a, I got my mood concept hat. This is a brand out of Brazil. My homie, uh, Rafael, my homie Mateo make this shit. And, uh, they like hand painted all of it. So oh, yeah. Nice. Got, like red, yellow, blue all over it. Uh, they gifted to it, it to me when, uh, they were in New York last year. Uh, I got a Freddie Gibbs tea. Nice. Uh, this is one of my favorite rappers. I got a number nine. Uh, like a little school joint right now. It makes it look a little ding ding. So you know, you know when I'm walking, I got my uh South Two West Eight pants right now. They're super comfy. You got the pockets in the front too, so it's like utility is there. You know, if I want to drop the wad, the the phone, and uh, I got some bapesters. But it's like the, the children's. It's like the ones that look like New Balances. You know, I left mm. the house to get coffee today. That's it. Yeah, it's a Sunday. We're chilling. Is it always bapesters? Are you like? through and through bapes every day kind of it's like crazy when i wear a pair of nikes and like if i'm rocking like adidas it's like april fools type shit you know <laughs> so yesterday was your your adidas yeah, day of the year yesterday was my adidas superstars you got some okay. NMDs. oh man now the nmds are the craziest are crazy i remember the the nmd era people were paying like 500 dollars for the bape neighborhood ones for some reason i was like why bro these are crazy. They were the uh, the OG NMDO ones, the the black, red, and white that were going for like six, seven hundred dollars oh, yeah. at one point. They're crazy. They were crazy. It was it was like that. Uh, yeah, like Roshi's man. Yeah, like people oh, man, I had a pair of Roshi's. Roshi's. I did not pay resale, but I I had a pair of Roshi's like before I was uh, really into like 
the bullshit fashion. And I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. Like I'm I'm done with wearing suits. I'm gonna get cool sneakers. And I bought Roshi's. Not cool. No, can we we need to talk about the damage that Roshi's did on the community. Oh my god. <laughs> I had the wolf you... gray, I had the wolf gray Roshi's in middle school. I thought yeah. I was the shit. No, nah, I was in college. Cool. Ooh. So, oh my. Oh my. But I'm dating myself now. Yeah, I was in college much earlier than you were, so I uh I had the uh the Kendrick Lamar um Reebok ones that said red and blue on the backs, and I accidentally wore them out to a frat one night. I just like ended up at a fraternity and they got destroyed. Um nice. I was really bummed out about that. They're tough though. Yeah, those were cool. Yeah, I really like those. So give me a give me a fit check. Uh no shoes. I was wearing my my ASICs normal, you know, whatever it is. Um, I've got a pair of Studio Dartisan matcha denim. Um, I have a shirt that I've just been wearing because I was up yesterday from 4 a.m. to 1 in the morning. Um, and so I just wore what I slept in out for the day. Um, cool. It's a Gildan shirt <laughs> um, that is from um, the Harvard-Yale game a few years ago. And I used to work for the Yale farm. And it says Beat Harvard, but it's B-E-E-T. Oh, um, classic. That's funny. <laughs> Oh, that's uh, crazy. And then I have a sweater that I had custom made by a woman on Instagram. Uh, her at is um, ribbed for your pleasure. Um, and I modeled it off of the Kurt Cobain mohair vetment piece that I couldn't afford $5,000 for. So I was like, hey, could you just make me this, um, <laughs> uh, you know, custom? And she was super, super easy to work with. She was awesome. So I'm happy to have that. And then I'm wearing my Boston Red Sox hat, which is in tatters now but uh my nice. hair is a mess so that's what i'm wearing i i will yeah. say being able to get the ribbed for your pleasure instagram handle with no like tricks no underscores yep solid ace, ace she's amazing yeah. she's she's, she's awesome work. go support her yeah please she's really cool i'm out to peep yeah. yeah michael round us out what do you what have you got on uh i am wearing uh a rick suit it's uh it's dark dust um i bought the pants like five years ago and i bought the blazer like a year ago okay so the pants are way more worn and kind of like don't match but that's fine um little crops um a dick flap tank top uh just like really light cotton and then um birkenstock socks that go up to my gooch hey uh, real Wait, warm, what do you mean are they're they're not the shoes they are just socks yeah they're the socks they i've got them like scrunched down right now but they they are like the length of my legs <laughs> um, hey, you know what they say the higher the socks yeah the down of the fool <laughs> true minor i'm very down um, very down right now and i was i'm wearing crocs right now but i was wearing the furry doc martens we're having a, a beige day hmm. yeah. i uh i went on a tour of a school yesterday um i feel bad dropping a name i i'll i'll like change the name slightly but i was on a tour at with- yarford no, 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 no. I don't care about saying the school. I was at Georgetown. Um, okay. Oh, cool, cool. I, I was uh, on the tour, and there was a girl on the tour who, her name, it's another day of the week and a you know, slightly similar last name, but her name was something like Thursday um, Abbott, and she was wearing all gray, like straight hair, gray umbrella, and I was like, damn, like this is about as close as you could get to like Wednesday Adams as you could. It's like, yeah, the Wednesday Adams foil character. Yeah, exactly. Um, so tight. That was really funny though. Yeah. It is the best day, like 
it's like the best day of the year in New York right now, which is like the first sunny, the first like sunny and like almost warm day. Mm. Um, and everyone's like put on their like cool outfit. <laughs> They're like cool. Like I don't have to wear a puffer jacket. I can put on my like sick denim jacket I've been saving and like go to the park and just sit down and look at people. Okay. It is a sick day. How has people I've, watching been though? Have you? Have it's you been really anything? nice. Oh. Yeah. I went and I went and fit watched all around Bushwick today. Oh man, I did that yesterday, dude. Yeah. It was crazy, but it was raining, so yeah, people still definitely had like the the big the big jackets on. Yeah, to get out there today. The so finally the next few days, uh, I think it's important for everyone to go to Washington Square Park oh. and just like look at everyone. It's beautiful. Don't don't ugh me. What, what watch like fourteen year olds watch fourteen year olds buy weed. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. That is. That is that's My a moment transaction yeah, yeah. that's coming yeah. of age you know yeah. getting fleeced for weed in washington square park and then probably like going to college be like yeah i've been shipping packs since i was 14 like yeah oh. that's tight that is a i look and i support them fully <laughs> um do it no i just mean i, I something about like going to the park and seeing everyone who's like like stopped being depressed um, instantly like separate like all of a sudden they're just like oh fuck man life is worth living i'm gonna i'm gonna like put on some joggers and go to the park <laughs> it's tight you're sitting in front of the fountain at wash you're just like yeah a whole new world finally go watch yeah. some guy play guitar really badly beautiful the chess scammers um, be out there yeah. the cocoa lemon cherry you know those ladies be out there they be hustling bro especially now finally yeah I think it's the best time of the year, um, but I got a question for y'all. Would y'all eat a churro from the subway? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah, I do all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Would you not? Oh, definitely. It's got to be the right one, though. Like the one on the G, the one on Metropolitan. You hook it up. I'll say this. Is that, if I'm, if I'm coming back from a night out and somebody offers me anything fried, it's getting yeah. consumed, right? Like oh, it absolutely. doesn't matter who's making it. Doesn't matter if it smells good and it's fried and you're like holding it in front of my face. I'm like a dog with a treat. Like, right. Yeah. Like I'll do shake. I'll do paw. I'll do rollover. <laughs> you know, I'll speak whatever you need. The, I, uh, yeah. I think the, the Broadway Lafayette churro lady is the one I see most often. Um, wonderful. It's beautiful. She's an icon, dude. She's an yeah. icon. They're, they're everywhere though. It's like, you got to find the right one. You got to find yours, you know? Yeah, you got to find yours. Um, I felt dirty the other week. I have a, a restaurant in Boston that I, I really love because they have really good French fries. Um, and I cheated on them the other day because there's another restaurant, which now I think has better fries. Um, and I've been going there um, for drinks and French fries. Um, I feel really dirty about it, though. Can't believe Ooh. I was in Boston for a whole weekend and didn't see you at all. Well, you I, you slept in, or like I was like, oh, let's get breakfast together. You just yeah, didn't I mean, text me, and then you're like, I'm not oh, saying I'm it was now. your fault. I'm saying it was my fault. Okay, <laughs> and I can't believe it. You came to the, you came to my city. <laughs> yeah, you got to um, check in with me. <laughs> you got to check in, EJ Prince of Boston. Let's go. Yeah, you I'm take the Acela in. You're gonna limp back. <laughs> hey, uh, Juan, what's your what's your drink of choice when you're out? You mentioned oh, you were man. going out this weekend. What are you? Uh, what are you uh... I've been drinking. Well, I got put on some new shit today. Usually, I drink tequila. Like I'm an eighteen hundred guy. Uh, Herradura, Camarena. Those are like my three top tequila brands. 
Okay. Uh, and then uh, my homie was like, yo, you got to peep this new bottle. It's Moscato, bro. But it's like a lemonade Moscato. Mm. And, you know, summertime. This is, like my big, this is like my big thug homie. So if he's breaking out this bottle, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I know it's approved, you know? The big thug lemonade Moscato. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lemonade. He doubled up. He was like, we copping the strawberry next. I was like, bro, whatever, <laughs> whatever flavor you want, we sipping, you know? That's so tight. They got to uh, they got to market that uh, like the liquid death crowd. Big thug, yeah. purple, pink, cherry moscato. <laughs> yes, yes, bro. Um, uh, they make if they make a purple one, I'm on it. Juan, I'm curious. Uh, so you're a huge vape guy. Um, I like vape. Yeah, like I like you're, yeah. You're obviously you 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 seem well versed in like all of the Japanese streetwear and and streetwear in general. Um, is there like a is there like an ultimate grail that you have? And is there one that's just like eluded you for your entire life? Oh shit. One one that I have, man. Um I got I got one that's like non-bape. I got this Futura Maharishi jacket from the year two thousand. <clears throat> and it's like yeah. got all these point men on it, like 3M. I remember like the one time that I posted on it, I posted it on G. It was like two, three years ago. The Maharishi uh, official Instagram was like, yo, bro, like one out of 24. I was like, say less, bro. What? Like that was, yeah. Because I'm a big Futura collector. That was like, that was like my thing back in the day. Um, and so that's like probably like my biggest grill that I have. Like the one that I don't have, I would say probably like a pair of like Daft Punk Bapestas. Something There's like Daft that. Daft Punk Bapestas? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like one out of 100. They're crazy. Yeah. I I've been after finding out about Bape collabs that just like, they do everything. Everybody, yeah. That's there's crazy. the Daft Punk Bapestas, and then there's the Daft Punk uh, ERD leather jacket. They only made three of. And I Those go and, like, crazy, I annoy the uh, the guy on Grailed who has them. I'm like, hey, you want to sell it to me for, like, not $16,000 now? And every time he says no. He's really nice, though. Like, good, good dude. But I don't know. I'm stressing out that PayPal credit if I see, like, the, the Daft Punk Bapestas, you know? Yeah, in my size. I rock a crazy size. I rock like ten and a half, like eleven in them. So, like, if you see, ba- if you see bases on my feet, just know they're double crazy for my size too. Yeah, is that a hard one to find? Uh, yeah, I feel like most most uh, most bases sizing is like nine, nine and a half. Mm-hmm. So if if I wore that size, I'd have every base in the world, bro. It'd be crazy. It'd be it'd be like floor to ceiling, like boxes everywhere. I wouldn't be able to walk in my crib. There is a pair of uh, size twelve Daft Punk Bapestas on Grailed. Currently, ten thousand dollars. Never mind. <laughs> easy, easy. Real, really yep. chill pricing right there. Pocket change, dude. That's fine. I got it. Most charitable um, ba- or like bape reseller on Instagram. It's always it's so always dumb. the stuff that you like find, and then it's just one dude who's never worn them and it had them listed on Grailed for like six years and won't drop the yeah. price. Someone, I've been watching this pair of um, Rick leather basketball shorts on Grailed. I mm-hmm. already own them. I just want to, because this, this guy has them listed for like $3,000. And I have been curious, like, you know, is that how much they go for? After like four years of inactivity, he dropped the price on them. How much? By how much? Like, like a 10%, like just <laughs> enough to bump it. Wow. Um, and I think they sold. Really? Yeah. But I just like I can't imagine like after four years you're like yeah maybe I'll give you a discount like at that point you seem set. Were were they? Um, did he sell them like to somebody for a lower price? Like did he send an offer? I don't know. I 
I I need to double check that they even actually did sell, but like I just like the first price drop happening four years after you list them. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That is crazy. Uh, I, I love the I love the stories when it's always like the dude sends a message and it's like, yo, I got married. I started a family last time I messaged you for these. And like now I'm ready to purchase. Could you send that offer, please? <laughs> Do you get that? Does that happen? I've gotten people that have messaged me and then like years after being like, okay, dude, I'm finally ready to buy. I'll send that offer. And it's it's still just sitting there. I, I've kept track of some stuff more out of spite. Like I've sent people offers and then they've rejected them. And then I've watched them drop way below that price. And I've been like, I already bought it, but that sucks, man. Uh, should have taken you it. it. You should have taken it. You should have taken it. As somebody I was, who's going to sprinkle it in, as somebody who sold on Grailed for a long time, do you have any like memorable interactions, good or bad, through the platform? Yeah, I have a lot of great interactions. I feel like I've met a lot of people um, on Grailed that you know they they're not only good people to hook you up, but they'll follow you on IG and like they'll talk to you about the stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I got one homie, Ill Will. Um, like I, I feel like I I bought a tea from him. Like when I was just getting started on Grilled, like maybe like in like 2015, 2016, something like that. And like we still talk. Like he'll send he sent me like videos yesterday, you know. So when stuff like that happens, it's really cool. I think the the craziest story that I got right now, and I don't know if you gotta edit this, but like um I bought a I bought a jacket recently. I bought like this Bape Levi's jacket. Um and I got a crazy deal on it. It's like a double XL, so you already know it's gonna be like crazy sizing. I mm. bought it for 120, right? And like, I like, I was like, you know, sometimes you buy stuff on Grilled and you don't even know if it's going to make it to the crib. Like people will just put like the, the tracking, but they'll never ship it. You know, they'll get yeah. remorse. And I'm like, I bought this for 120. If he doesn't ship it, that's cool. You know, <laughs> it makes it to the crib. I'm like, oh, wow, this is so fly. Like I just look at it and then I just put it in the closet for a little bit. I'm like, I'm going to rock this like on a day like today. Like I'm going to go to wa- a wash and like uh, yeah. people watch. And um, I had this show in Atlanta like two weeks ago and I was like, you know what? I'm going to rock the, the denim jacket in Atlanta. So, like, I go and I finally put on the jacket. And I'm like, oh, this is weird. There's something in the pocket. And I go in the in the pocket. And there's a little bag. And I'm like, oh, shit, what's in the bag? It's a little sandwich bag, right? So I pull it out. And there's, like, parchment paper. And I'm like, oh, I, I know this is not what I think it is, right? Like, I open this up, dude. And it's like a little, um, it's, a, it's like a Grateful Dead logo on there, right? Uh, this dude basically left me 30 tabs of acid. In my fucking Bape Levi's jacket. And uh and like I messaged him and I was like, bro, is this you? Like, do you want this back? You know, he was like, nah, bro, that's a gift. I was like, what dude? So I cop <laughs> I cop a Bape Levi's jacket for the steel and, and like my homie hooked it up with like the, the crazy hallucinogens, you know. Oh geez. That's, that's the most cool. recent one. Should shouldn't have ever taken that shit. Now I'm on the, the Bape <laughs> Levi's jacket. The other with the vape Levi's jacket, like tripping balls. Wait, he gave you thirty tabs? What is this? Sh- thirty like, tabs, bro. Tab that's goes for what? Like ten bucks? Oh, at least. Like you, that's like also, you know. That's scary. That's this crazy. Shit came from San Francisco. I know this is some old hippie ass oh, too, bro. I I'm scared. Um, of there's a a church in San Francisco where they give out. I think they give out either LSD or acid. It's just like they just give it out. You just go and you attend a service, and they'll come around and they just give you them. Oh my god, that's gotta be the most lit service. It's gotta be like nine hours long too, though. Nah. I think it's it's legal because it's within their religion. I think, um, and so a lot of kids will go between or before music festivals, um, 
I'm trying to look it up, but no, my friend was telling me like he and his friends would go before music festivals. Um, you can like loophole controlled substances because of religion. Yeah. So I think this is it. Um, it is the guy's name is pastor Bob, but the church that dare not speak its name, um, they are moving and trying to decriminalize. Um, oh, it's mushrooms, I guess. Uh, Zydor okay. Church of Ethogenic Plants in Oakland offers its members the opportunity to use psychedelic mushrooms. Um, people are available for those who join the Door Church of uh, Ethogenic Plants. I think I think you can do it if it's sort of like quote unquote within your religion. I think there must be some sort of loophole. Uh, well, that that's way more chill. Like, there was mushrooms. a police raid of them, and they sued over it. That's crazy. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, 2020 Church police raid. Using psychedelics as sacrament. Yeah, it is a thing. City's land use code prohibits the group from conducting religious ceremonies and sacraments involving psychedelics. Well, mushrooms yeah. are legal in some places already. I'm surprised California is not already on that. They're decriminalized know? in California, I think. Okay. Mm. Uh, so uh, that's a, It's a step in the right direction. Uh, so I, you were in D.C., you said, just yep. now? Just now. Uh, they're legal in D.C., bro. Really? Oh. Or you can walk into like, you know, like a little shiesty bodega and get yourself like a little, little chocolate bar full of psilocybin. I don't know if I'd trust the bodega psychosilbin. I'm not going to lie to you. Yo, oh, bro, uh, so you find it. Sleepy Joe Biden <laughs> needed that shit. Oh, definitely. Sleepy Joe pack would be crazy. The Sleepy Joe pack. I'm going to make that into a Mylar bag, bro. Chill. <laughs> this will take you out. Have you, have you Sleepy gone Sleepy Joe on runs. A... John and I, I think, discovered there. I discovered it, and John and I talked about it. There is, uh, I think, mylarbags.com has all of the different weed packs, um, and you can buy, like, you know, Sleepy Joe pack um, straight from them. Obama Sleepy runs. Joe pack already? Yeah. I did, no, there was what? Sleepy Joe pack during the um, 2020 elections when Trump was calling him Sleepy Joe all the time. People came out with Sleepy Joe. There's Trump pack. There's Obama runs. There's Supreme runs. There's V-Loan runs. I think there was Bape runs, to be honest. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I'm late then. I'm late then. What? You got to, uh, oh, if you make any sales, you got to get the Bape Runs pack and put like a business card in there. I'm thinking of just getting like now, like just getting like a big old bag when I ship stuff in. That'd be sick. Yeah. You can oh, use Bape like Runs. a custom oh. giant mylar yeah. bag. Yeah, that'd be fire, bro. That what? would be kind of sick. That'd be really Wait, is it, is it mylarbags.com? I think so. Uh, because I'm on gorillaboys.com and they oh. got the oh, oh. <laughs> Gorilla Boys. They got the Obama runs bags. Yeah. Uh what was it? There's 420 packaging. I thought it was something like that, but regardless, yeah. I don't want to get dragged back into this conversation because we were looking. There's like um there's like uh Mastermind Japan. They just like rip the logo from that and they have that on a Mylar pack. Mastermind Kush, bro, chill, dude. <laughs> So I want to know what got you originally into vape. When was it, and what like set it off? Oh man, what what got me into vape? Um, well, originally I was really like a big like Nike skateboarding and Supreme guy. Like I got mm -hmm. into fashion through skateboarding. Like um, in the mid two thousands, I'm I'm old. Like uh, I graduated in '09, bro. To put it in perspective, so like in '05, '06, when people had like Supreme on, like they had like the Mike Tyson tees and stuff in school. Yeah. you know they were like, oh, this is like, the freshest kid in school. He got a pair of like nudies on and like some like lucky sbs or something like that right um that that was uh that, that's what i grew up on but like the first time i saw a pair of bastas it was like the the weirdest thing i knew this this cat and uh he had like a pair of uh iron man's like the first pair of iron man's on 
And um, he walked into like my 10th grade class, but he wasn't even wearing them. He had flip flops on and he was carrying the fucking Iron Man's in his, in his hand. And Yo. when he sat down, he put them on and he was like, oh, bro, like they're just too small. They're patent leather. I didn't know this. So like he's literally carrying them from class to class in school, like with flip flops on being like, yeah, I got <laughs> I got them things on right now. So I was like, still bro, like what are those? Is he like avoiding creases as well? Oh yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, the patent leather, uh, those are like oh, a relentless. Like patent leather cakes on your feet are like horrible. Yeah, uh, I, and I those really things will like crack. Oh, they'll they'll crack. But back in the day, they had there were no problem. Now they definitely will crack. Um, mm. the, the, that material that they were using is ass. I I'm sorry, babe, but that's that shit was trash. <laughs> I'm looking at a pair on on Grailed right now, Iron Man babes that are like they look like an egg. Like there is chips coming off. That is a hard boiled egg of a shoe. Yeah, if it's the original, I mean, like as a collector, like sure, I'd love to have them and like you know just have them on a shelf. That's like you know, it's like eight hundred bucks just sitting there, bro. Like my god, that's crazy. You can't even wear them. Are you a? You're like a collector, but you you wear all your stuff. Yeah, uh, I have like a bunch of babestos, but my thing is like it needs to be my size and then it needs to be wearable. Cause I'm trying to rock it. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to be out here, uh, like on the streets, like get like photos taken of them. Um, so I have like 30 to 40 pairs, uh, all wearable. And like, I'm all over with the eras. Like I love the OG babe stuff. Right. Don't get me wrong. Like that, that era is golden. The 2010 pairs, like they changed it. So it didn't say ape on it. It said bape after that. Mm. Um, and that was between like 2010 to 2013. I probably have like six or seven pairs of those. Damn. Um, and then the after that they made like the the new model that everybody hates, like the the M1. It's got like um like this like kind of extension like on the on the side like by the toe box, and people are like, oh, I don't like this model, whatever, whatever, bro. I could if you give me like the right one, I'll rock them. There's there's tons of great colorways like that. And uh, the M1, it's it called. I, I think it's like it's like the M1. Uh, mm. you'll see it. Th- that's when everybody was like, I hate the Bape stuff. <laughs> it isn't what it what it was back in my day you know that's but so hey funny. at least they won't explode <laughs> yeah it's true um oh yeah i at once i look i i don't have a trained enough eye that i could like look at babes and be like oh that's the originals um but i see what you mean yeah a little side They're, thing yeah they they just say ape on the side that's how you know somebody got like an original pair they'll just say ape on them um uh, and then it was like end of end of nego days they brought in the b the bape um and man that that silhouette is like probably the closest thing to have to like the perfect like air force one like rip it's just like the shape of it and everything is like perfect um and then the new ones are pretty cool too um they they kind of look weird though i'm not gonna lie they have like two heel tabs like kind of like a a double weird midsole and and stuff but like i'll I'll still rock a pair especially if if the plug if the plug is is sending me the the right babes i'll rock them do yeah. you do you think that current bait like what is your opinion on current babe? Because outsider's perspective, just somebody who casually observes, it seems like it's going way downhill. Oh yeah. Um I feel like you just gotta pick your battles, you know. Like I'm not gonna be out here rocking the M's collab. <laughs> you know, like that that yeah, yeah, they did an M's. The candy collab. or the rapper? Oh no, 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 the candy, the candy. Okay. You know, if it was the rapper, I'm like, I'm done. It's over. <laughs> it's over. Just selling all of them. Yeah, I'll, I'll sell all of them. It's crashed. Uh, no, nah, but it's like, you got to pick the right collabs. Like, they'll do some music collabs with like, artists that I like. They'll do, like, uh, 
uh, different brands like a Formula One joint. Like I'm really into Formula One. Shout out Lewis Hamilton, the GOAT. Um, What's your view on and, uh, uh, Max Verstappen? You have Verstappen. He's cool. Fan he's no? cool. Uh, I mean, I I feel like I liked the way he was coming up, and uh, he's like a young cat. I'm always like cheering for like the younger guys to win, but like now that he's like winning, he just turned into such a bitch, bro. <laughs> he just turned into such a bitch, bro. Like he he is, you know, he can tell. You can tell he just like grew up playing video games, and it's like number one or nothing. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. If yeah. you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> if you ain't first, you're last. But not not in a fun Ricky Bobby way, you know? This guy's yeah. like, on some, like, I'm barking at my teammates type shit. I'm like, bro, show some respect, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, mean, I don't even think he's that good of a driver. I just think Red Bull pumped up their car with the, what was it? Like, oh, the, the Red Bull car's crazy. Way over the, the, ta- or the, the luxury tax or the, you know, whatever spend. And they were like, oh, well, it was because we spent money on catering. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, no, you didn't. No, they, they they got it. They got it. So they're dropping they're dropping the, the, the bread on it. I feel like the only team that might have a chance right now is Ferrari. Um I you know, Lewis Hamilton, he drives for Mercedes now, so I'm like, yo, I'm gonna go with Mercedes, but I know they don't got a shot. You know, but that's just me yeah. being a fanboy. Yeah. My my old roommate posts a bunch of I my only exposure to anything Formula One related is that my old roommate posts a bunch of memes and I know all these names and I get like vague hints of stuff. But other than that, I'm just like, uh, yeah, cars. Yeah, I, I got into it like a couple years ago, the same way that I think people get into hockey and hockey. You want to see a fight. You want to see two guys, as big guys be like, oh, boom, just beating the shit out of each other. I got into Formula One because of the crashes, bro, like. People go so hard, and then, like, they'll be catching on fire. They'll be jumping out of cars and shit. It was like, oh, this is crazy. This is real. This is real right now. They're going, like, 200 miles an hour. They got to escape death row. Juan, you mentioned before the podcast that you had beef with people. And I'm wondering, <laughs> first of all, like, What's the bait beef? Yeah, what's the bait beef? Like, what's the landscape right now for, for people beefing over bait? Like, what's, what's uh, going on? It's the most, like, nitpicking community, like, ever. There's people... There's people who are just like, oh, yeah, Nego era only. Like, if it's not Nego era, fuck you. I'm like, dude, like, there's plenty of good clothes out there you can wear. Uh, Nego made plenty of trash as well. And Nego's still making trash nowadays. So, uh, like, it, you got to you gotta pick your battles there. And then also, like, I feel like there's a bunch of bootleggers uh, that just make, like, the missing link of, like, Marvel collabs or, like, Pokemon collabs and shit like that. And, uh... They'll just think that they're a designer. I'm like, dude, you don't have a brand. You just made a bait stuff. <laughs> like, you know, some random, like, uh, like 90s cartoon that we all know and love. Just because you made a pair of Hey Arnold bases, bro, doesn't mean you're, like, that sick, you know? Uh, yeah, this is the Gerald edition. This is, like, the, <laughs> the Connie edition, the, the Arnold edition. Look at the colorways. They're all patent leather. Like, bro, nobody cares, dude. <laughs> but no, nostalgia plus bait stuff is not always success, bro. Just relax, you know? What are the uh, the wackest custom babestas you've ever seen? Were they the hey, oh man? No, I I made that one up, but I I, I know <laughs> that was probably coming. I didn't want to get too like <laughs> like I'm gonna at them basically, but you know the I feel like the people that are making like the like the missing links of the Marvel pack, like you know they they've already made all the Marvels they could, right? They've already made like Superman, oh, not Superman, the, the the Iron Man, the Hulk one. All of them, they did the DC ones as well. It's like, why do you got to do like a reverse flip of like uh, the Flash, right? Why do you got to do something that like, uh, I saw somebody did a a Black Widow one and then Babe came out with an official Black Widow one as well right after too. So I was like, damn, you should have just waited, my bro. You yeah. could have saved all this money. Uh, 
do you think they're like I did that? Oh yeah, I mean of course I'd be like I influenced Bape. Yeah, You're looking at my page right now. Yo, you just wait until I drop the Mr. Bean Bapes. <laughs> oh, I need two pairs. Are you kidding me? <laughs> the fucking just Rowan Atkinson face, just like. No, nah, there's there, there some cool bootlegs though. There are some cool bootlegs. Uh, this this dude uh by Bimsy, you got some cool bootlegs. Mm. Um, he made like a Thanos pair. Um, now them shirts actually look crazy. You got like all the jewels on them and stuff. Mm. Um, and then uh, I'm too full. Also made a made a cool pair of of, uh, of his own custom mm. babes too. So I mean, like you got to just go above and beyond, man. You just can't like like slap a character on there and be like, yeah, give me three hundred, bro. As that's different. That takes a lot of, of audacity to do that, you know? The people making bootlegs, they're, like, actually getting them made. They're, like, getting, like, full knockoffs of Babestas made. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I can go on, like, uh, what's it called? Alibaba right now, and I'll find the right one, you know? I'll find the right one that's going to make me some Babestas. Pay, like, 60 bucks a pair. They'll come They'll come with, like, official Babesta boxes, too. You get the camo ones. You'll be like, oh, shit. Damn. That's scary. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of people with like their whole careers are this, you know? Do you have like, is there, I mean, I'd assume you're like pretty good at legit checking. Is there like the fear there that you end up with a lot of like, I feel like the new ones are, you know, replica culture is crazy. Like I couldn't, I couldn't legit check a pair of like Jordans nowadays, you know, cause mm. they're all one-to-one and uh, the way it's going, like the fake ones are better than the real ones. Like oh, the, yeah. the new Jordan cement threes. They look like some ass, bro. Like the you can get you can have like the left one and the right one look completely different, and that's how you know you got them from Nike. You know when like, they if suck. They're perfect, yeah. When they suck, you're like, okay, these are the real Nike pair. Honestly, you that's know? how you legit check Rick Dunks. If they look if good, ass, nah. <laughs> if they look good. They're fake as shit. They're uh, too perfect. They're too perfect. Yeah, they need to be falling apart. The staples need to be coming out. That the sole needs to be like a little yellow and cracked. <laughs> then you got some real shit. Uh, Damn, I didn't know that. I did not know that. Specifically with dunks, like, you know, if you're it's it's been uh 15 years. If you have a pair of dunks that are like clean eggshell white sole, you are lying to me. You're lying, dude. I know you like, didn't get them like Seaglode. These aren't Jordan Elevens. <laughs> you're not getting like the, the midsole whitened, you know? Yeah. That's that's you're just lying. Uh see but there's there's like uh there's not there's rep companies that have started yellowing the sole really uh, and like they rust they put a little rust around the staples you're kidding yeah just i i guess actually i take that back the key to legit checking dunks is that all of them are fake <laughs> <laughs> you no. don't own them you don't own real dunks no one does yeah okay i respect that everybody's everybody's got the customs on them yeah, it's the same way as like Yeezys in in like 2017. Dude, I the feel fake like. the fake Yeezy like rep company, I'd say like arms race, but just like the rep companies knowing that shit was wrong and only fixing one thing at a time, but then re-releasing it to like a group of avid 20-year-olds on fucking fashion reps or whatever the fuck it was back in the day was crazy. Like they would insane. just like stagger out the fixes so they sold more. Yeah, so I like off the top of my head the laces were wrong and then they fixed those and then there was like a figure 8 flaw which there was like a gap in the pattern that you could identify. Then there was the heel stitching 
Um, I think, and then people were like boost pattern, and there was a way to legit check boost. The boost like, pattern. I remember the boost pattern for sure. Like you gotta look yeah. at the bottoms. Yep. You're like stopping someone in the middle of the like you're at the shopping mall. You stop someone. You're like, yo, let me let me check the boost. <laughs> it was crazy though. I mean, like I I bought and sold Yeezys, and people constantly be like, are these real? Like, yes, like they are. They started putting in fake receipts, um, yeah. and shit. And like, I think that there's a way that you can get fake receipts from like Foot Locker, wherever the fuck they were selling them or wherever they are selling them now, um, like Jordan's, what that'll say like, oh, you've bought these from Foot Locker and like, here's your confirmation code. It's crazy. Just buy the real thing. I mean, all right, maybe not Jordan's. Nobody can do that. But you know what I mean? Like, why all this effort? It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, 350s had everybody in a, in a chokehold. It was like that, like the off-white, like, uh, like the yellow belt and like Supreme Jordan hoodie. The 750s were crazy. I still want 750s. I mean, that, fuck, fuck uh, Kanye West. He's a shithead. But those no, OG he watched 21 Jump Street. He's fine now. Oh, yeah. He likes He's Jews. Cool. Thank you, Jonah Hill. Yeah. Thank you, Jonah Hill. Hey, Jonah Hill. Shout out him, you know? Those original, what are they? The 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 tan ones? I don't know if they're called like Moon Rocks or some shit. Those, but... those are like the, the boot-looking ones, right? They're like yeah. a high top. Yeah. yeah. Fire. Fire. Yo, I saw a pair of the, the boot ones for the first time in like five years probably fake but i saw for the first time in like a very long time and they don't look as good as i remember them looking no they look like shit i really like he made a combat boot um i think they're yeah the that was tight five 50s or the nine i don't know one of the 50s those are really cool my friend riley has a fake pair up in wyoming um i think he's doing teach for america down in texas but he's promised them to me Ooh. when he goes he goes back home to wyoming that's tight you get to inherit the fake expression yeah, exactly. Yo, uh, the Nike, the Nike Bape still lawsuit that seemed to happen like way too late in the game. Like they waited oh, twenty yeah. years, and then they were like, "Oh, hey, wait, um, does is that still going? And like, does it have a chance? Hmm. Does it have a chance? Um, I don't know, man. They're uh, they're fighting with IT now. IT's got like dummy bread too." Like they're in China and they have all these different brands. What's IT? IT is the brand that owns Bape now. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nigo sold it like in two thousand like eleven. Yeah, it's like it was, I think I think he yeah maybe like around there, but it's it's been a minute. And um yeah like IT's been owned it since then. And mm-hmm. um I don't know I I I honestly I think it's a little late. I think they they are pissed because uh, Nike nobody's buying Nikes right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they were there for a moment. They were like just selling boo boo to everybody. They were like, "Yeah, these are trash," but like people will still pay eighty bucks for them, you know. And there's so many options now. You can actually cop like a really nice pair of Adidas or Reeboks or New Balances at the same price point. And uh, now they're just swinging for the fences. They're like, "Yo, who can we sue next?" You know. <laughs> I kind of feel like they they watched the they watched the Tom Brown Adidas lawsuit completely flop and they're like oh we could do better than that <laughs> yeah we got better resources on that we, got, we can do it we can do yeah. it yeah i like, mean I, i'm not gonna lie though vape right now they're just they're sweating nike colorways and nike models so bad uh yeah. there was like a scrapped uh sneaker that like it looked like the jordan one sh- uh shadow it was like a high top pair and it was black and uh and gray and it was gonna come out they showed all these different photos of it and everything. And like, it just never came out. 
And then last year, they put out a skate stud that looks like the Purple Pigeon Dunk SB and one that looks like the Tom Sachs Mar- Mars Yard, like the first release of them. So mm-hmm. I was like, damn, baby, that's that's very close right now. You know, you're doing the colorways and the models. I guess you're getting a little too close there. Yeah, they're getting a little too close. I think that's maybe maybe when they got a little pissed, but I don't even know. Yeah, I don't think I mean, it's visible. It is like a very... Um... I don't know. It seems like Bape is very much stalled out in terms of like new shit and they're just coasting off of Nigo. Talking about Nigo though, do you like his he's with Kenzo now, but he was also doing like human made and whatnot. Do you like his stuff outside of Bape or is it sort of the aesthetic? Definitely. Okay, nice. What like definitely, definitely. Yeah, like what what is it about his design and his, I guess, methodology that you really enjoy? Well, I feel like my, you know, I, when I was into Bape like hardcore, like I was like really young. Yeah, and um, you know, I've gotten older now, and like some of the human made stuff, like it, it's easier to rock, and mm. you know, it has a, a amazing logos on it as well. To have like this one parka that has like all these like different patches on it, um, and it, I feel like he went from having an inspiration of like trying to be more like based around like skate and hip hop culture now to more like Americana type stuff, which is mm-hmm. you know, it's easier to rock. Um, so I mean, I do, I do like it. I do like some of the collabs that he's had with it now. Uh, the Kenzo stuff I think is is really nice too. I think he's been able to have like a new fresh breath into a brand that was kind of getting a little old. Um, some yeah. of the old Kenzo designs they were like starting to just look like Ed Hardy at this point. So yeah, like he definitely. was able, yeah, he was able to kind of like give it a new spin, and and I really appreciate that about him. Yeah, nice. That's cool. I I do feel like I did not appreciate Kenzo at all until I saw like nico kenzo yeah I, I I like kenzo, kenzo reminded me of like a mall brand like almost like armani exchange where it's just like this same logo with that stupid tiger in a neon color on a black crew neck yep. and you'd see like guys wearing it in the club and it was like okay that's their one thing i guess like it's got bedazzled eyes on it too yep yeah you know Real also, I feel like I've never seen like a real kenzo crew neck it's always dudes who show up in like the fufu kenzo to the club i'm like you chose that to flex in? Like, it had to be the fake Kenzo? You're not going you for, Fenzo. like, Gucci, Louis Vuitton? Oh, no. It's, uh, yeah, it's definitely stuff you find, like, uh, like in a market, like, in Colombia or, like, the DR or something like that. Like, Valencia Flaca. Like, that's that level of, like, designer. Valencia Flaca? Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I mean, like, when you go out of the country, you'd be seeing, like, all, like, the crazy boo-boo, like... Uh, like luxury items, you know. Yeah. There's a whole mall in Medellin in Colombia and it's like it's like a beautiful mall. This is this is like, you know, it's like outdoors. It's got like five different floors and everything and every single store in there sells fake clothes and fake sneakers. That's like, kind of None sick. of it is real. None of it is real, but you can be like, "Oh man, I'm going to cop like some Union ones for like 140 right now in pesos," you know? So yeah, Wait, yeah, yeah. 140 pesos? What is that? No, 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 not in pesos, but it's like, it's oh, okay. like $140. Like dollars uh, in okay, okay, okay. You got to pay it in pesos, though, but they, they got it out there. Like Colombia, the DR, uh, Mexico. Um, like Mexico City got all these different type of markets, too, that you can also get like the crazy like designer stuff for the low. Yeah. I wonder how many people go to that mall and don't realize. That's like, what it's there for, man. That's what it's yeah. there for. Like it's crazy that they have all this stuff here. I thought it sold out. Gotcha. All the crazy collabs. Man, um, is it, Nico just does Kenzo now? He did that Louis Vuitton like collab for a little while, right? 
Yeah, 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 with uh, with Virgil. Uh, it was like yeah. all like the ice cream uh type stuff. I thought it was yeah. pretty cool. The the price points were, you know, they were insane. But that's what you expect yeah. when you get like human made logos on Louis Vuitton. So they yeah, were, yeah, they were crazy. Louis Vuitton. I mean, Louis Vuitton is one of those brands that's just like it's it's one of the brands inaccessible, expensive, you. and then doesn't like you know some of the really inaccessible brands kind of like fall down to to a level that is more reasonable if you wait long enough. And I feel like Louis Vuitton does not ever drop that low. Yeah. No, especially Virgil Louis. That stuff is like, I, uh, I'm now it's crazy. The biggest fan of yeah. Virgil Louis, but some of the suits that he made are incredible. I really like the tailoring from, um, <clears throat> the tailoring was really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Who do they have doing that now? Who's the new Louis Vuitton guy? Skateboard oh. P skate. Pharrell. It's Pharrell. It's Pharrell. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, Pharrell it is now. Pharrell. Is he the designer or just the creative director? He's the creative director. Well, I, I'm excited okay. to see how deep he gets into the trenches. Uh, knowing knowing P, he's going to just be like pulling in some of the best talent for it. Yeah. Right. Uh, like, because, I mean, he's he's been designing for so long. Like, he, he's had Billionaire Boys Club for like 20 years. He's yeah. had an iconic, at least two iconic sneakers already with Reebok, like he has his own dunk. Like I, I, I think he's the perfect person to take over the brand. I know a lot of people were really angry about it. Uh, like, oh, how how can Pharrell be the next person? Right? I was like, well, who's gonna be next? Who's gonna be the next person? You yeah. know? I, uh, I feel like my mom put me on to Billionaire Boys Club. She, I was like Wait, fourteen, really? yeah, and she got me a hoodie, and she was like, yeah, I went to the store. Like, I had some extra time before I flew back, and like the sales associate told me that this is like this is what's popping right now, and I was like. Mom, what the fuck is this? Like, got an astronaut on it. Like, what do you think? I am eight, and I wore it to school, and people were like, "Yo, that's sick! Like, that's so fresh." And I was like, "Wait, like, maybe she cooked." Like, shout out, mom. Yeah, yo, yeah. A, a, a pair of like, I'm picturing like a pair of like Louis Vuitton loafers with the like monogram print, and they say "Human Race" on them. Oh, <laughs> oh god, so tight. Oh, <laughs> that'd be yeah, terrible. Yeah. That was the definitely one time. Yeah, uh, that was a. Those were everywhere. They were crazy. I remember the the blue pair, like the, the first series. I got a picture on my IG. I had like all of them, dude. They were going for like seven hundred bucks, and I'm like, this sneaker is not that special. It's just blue, man. Yeah, it's, it's blue. And it says like Planet on it. Yeah, like, we'll be serious here. Those things were like respect to Pharrell. He's done some really cool things. Those things were corny as hell. Yeah. Um, he he made so much money from those human races, though. Oh if yeah. We're being honest, like he he realized he made something cool one time, and then made. 37 million versions of it and just made $800 a shoe. Oh yeah. He was doing it in like every language, wasn't he? Every language he did like, um, tie dye. He did. Sometimes he wouldn't even like flip the colors that much. He just like release another shoe. Like he did them in Chinese. I think Japanese. Yeah. There's, there's Korean ones. There's Russian ones. Yep. Everything. He got it. He got them all. Uh, I mean, I think he has to though. If I'm not mistaken, Pharrell got one of those like Iverson type deals where he signed to the brand for life type shit. Is that real? Yeah. Is, is I don't know the brand for life. I I think he just realized he could make money, and while people were buying them, like why wouldn't you release what like two shoes a week? And if you're making royalties on the shoe, like why not? Right? Like yeah, oh, yeah. it's kind of genius. Like with the drops getting botted so heavily, he knew that every shoe was gonna sell, and it, even if he's making like three percent on royalties you sell a million units a year right at what 160 dollars that's ridiculous like you make a ton of fucking money 
my god, yeah. cake. And man, I remember the like the one pair that was crazy was like the Chanel pair. It was like five thousand dollars for like a pair of, of these things. You, y'all remember them? Right now. Wait, yeah, yeah Chanel I have Pharrell human races. NMDs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a Chanel Pharrell. Uh, yeah. They only go for oh the retail price was eleven hundred dollars. They're on StockX right now for fifty nine hundred. They're literally yeah, just human races that say Chanel. Like they're not special. They say Chanel, Chanel Pharrell and Pharrell. Excuse me. Oh man, he that's he, he knew what he was doing. Bad. Uh, what's the like lowest ask is two thousand seven hundred. Someone is willing to pay two thousand seven hundred. I kind of want to troll StockX and just make an account and say that I've got all these shoes, just like ugly shoes, and just see if they'll like just send them a box full of rocks or something. Like, <laughs> just ruin StockX's day. Like they think they're getting commission on a pair of like Tiffany. What what was it? Tiffany Dunks? Tiffany whatever. Oh man, that's that's big bread now, man. Tiffany Dunks, they were crazy. Um man, but the SB market is just like this insane bubble. I wonder how like high it's gonna go. Um I remember that was like my biggest sale that I that I've done. It was uh I sold a pair of Freddy Krueger dunks. Yo, this was like holy shit. 2017, 2018 or something. I remember I was like still on Facebook at the time and I posted them in a Facebook group and every and everybody was clowning me. I was like, you're never gonna sell them for that high. I sold them for five thousand dollars. I sold a pair of Freddy Krueger dunks for five thousand dollars. I tell like me how much they worth now. They're... You tell me how much Yo, they're worth now. People last sale twenty nine thousand dollars. People were clowning me, me like you're never gonna get these up. They're gonna sit forever. There was size nine, lace bag attached. They had the box too, bro. They don't you don't see the box on these things. Uh There's an they were ask like right now. Somebody has them listed. I don't know, they'll never sell like this. $138,000 in a nine and a half. Crazy. Yeah. I wish I had them now. I wish I had them now. You never want to be the first one to the party. You want to be the second one, you know? Yeah. Like once once that market's been dictated, then you can really cash out. I am curious. So again, you sold Freddy Krueger dunks before the wave. Have you had anything that you wish that you either hadn't sold or that you could buy back today? Yes. Uh, like, I mean, apart from the Freddy Kruegers, that's like the, the number one. That's like a that's like the craziest like deposit like on a house now. If you flip that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like on some like personal level, like I wish I I I didn't have to pay this price. I sold a pair of Uncle Dunks. Uh, probably like when the SB market was dead too. It was like 2015, 2016. Like three fifty with the box size oh. like perfect, perfect. Like they're like two racks now, three racks now, bro. It's crazy. It's like now when you when you when you sell a pair of, of SBs, you're literally kissing them goodbye forever. You're not gonna get them back unless you're like loaded, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's gonna be a weird thing. I feel like in like five to eight years, where everybody who bought up all the dunks, all the Jordan ones, and then even like fake shoes. And never wore them and just fucking like kept them, you know, I guess fake shoes less so, but bought these like grail shoes and kept them just on a closet or on a shelf for like 10 years. They're going to start falling apart. You got to wear a shoe to like keep it okay. You do. You do. You know what I mean? Like, especially with how poorly Jordans and Dunks are made right now, they're just going to fall apart. Oh man, that's why I I I don't want to buy like any pair of J's right now. Like there's so many cool threes, so many cool fours. I don't know if fours are the wave right now, but I'm like, damn, I know these are going to explode after one wear. They're just going to start cracking. I can only get so yeah. many wears of, of them in before I'm like, damn, this is a terrible decision I made. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, yo, 
I my I think similar regret. I I had a Vetmont like OG like the metal logo hoodie, the original one. Oh damn! Uh, I bought it for one hundred and fifty. Oh my god! I sold it for like eight hundred, which was a good flip back in the day. But now I think they go for like five grand. If you have the original like autumn winter twenty seventeen one, the like Kanye one, the one that Lord wore. Yeah, no, the, the one Lord that Kanye hoodie. wore with Lord. Right. Oh my bad. Yeah, close enough. That's crazy. Oh, I feel like the prices for vet is like crazy right now. Like they're like the the worst I've ever seen. Yeah, it's uh, actually autumn winter twenty sixteen, and I'm gonna get destroyed by uh, the internet. You oh, can damn. find you can find vet for okay prices. I mean, not like the, yeah. the crazy stuff, but like. I, I don't know. The vet market's insane. I The number of fake total fucking darkness bombers out there is nuts. Oh, most of it's fake at this point, I think. But most I of don't it's understand fake. it. Like, the only people I see wearing it are, like, rich exchange students. They might be wearing fake. I don't know. Uh, are they worth, like, 5000 is that is that it? I is think that, like, the, market the, right the bombers might be more, honestly. Yeah, the, the, the total fucking darkness. If you can get the actual, like, good one, because... Uh, they you know they re-release so many different versions um now there's a uh there's an og total fucking darkness hoodie that one's the autumn winter 2017 one um it's only 2500 the hoodie no oh, relax the bomber oh the bomber yeah the bombers are there for like five grand yeah there's also yo, the, the yo huh. the purple one the original like yeah slightly cropped purple one Yep. Uh, someone is asking twelve thousand six hundred and sixty-six dollars. See what I mean? No, no guesses as to whether it actually sells. What's the the sold? Uh, black one sold for twenty five hundred. Uh, eight thousand. Louise. I don't know. Eight thousand seems like a deal to me now. <laughs> you know? Yeah, at that point, yeah. <laughs> There's this weird Yo, thing with fashion. One where, sold like, for twenty six hundred. If you engage with fashion for long enough, I feel like if you talk to yourself before you got really into it, and you're like, "Yo." How would you feel about $300 for a pair of pants? You'd be like, what the fuck? Like, that's insane, right? That's insanely expensive. I'm never paying that. Like, you know, oh, what do these do? Like, cure cancer? But you get into fashion enough and you're like, oh, the right pair of pants for $300? Like, that's kind of a deal. Like, that, yo, that's kind of fire. Yeah. When I first got into fashion and was wearing, like, you know, like, I, I like had a pair of Geo Baskets and I wanted to get, like, Rick shit to match, but. <laughs> I had to buy those like kind of smaller knockoff brands making the rare hemline shirts. Like everyone oh, was like, out uh, to find the next like funny cut of shirt you could make. Yeah. Like overly long and like cut kind of slanted or like there's all this these store like in uh in Boston um down in a uh, Beacon Hill that's called December Thieves and every time I yeah. walk by I'm Ooh. like, "Oh, they carry Rick." Wait, no, no they don't. Like <clears throat> But those shirts were like Forty dollars or something, oh, and I yeah. was like, "That's crazy! I can't believe I got to save up and pay forty dollars for a t-shirt." And now, if I see like any Rick shirt for forty dollars in my size, I'm like, "Yeah, that's a deal. I'll fucking, I'll get that." That whatever. is a deal. Yeah, man. Like paying paying forty bucks for a t-shirt. Sign me up, man. Yeah, like, I hate let's it. go. I hate it, man. Like uh, Babe Tees in the U.S. They retail at one twenty. So D, yeah, one twenty. Mm. That's retail. Yeah. I you bought my friend a, I bought my friend a Bape Garfield shirt for his Fire. birthday. That shit's Fire. that is like one of my favorite Bape collabs. But tracking one down that wasn't like two hundred dollars for an extra large, 
It's rough. Tough the big sizes. I mean, you can't go wrong with some lasagna cat. I'm sure they were very happy. Yeah, no, it was it was a he's like a he's a big Garfield guy and a big bait guy. So it's like Hey, sh- shout out the homie. Shout out the homie. Shout out the homie. Shout out Michael. The other Michael. Um what do you think about babe stuff? I mean, you're in New York, right? So there's Second Street, there's like Tokyo Seven stores that stock babe. Um, you know, do you ever go in and check it out and like try and find something cool, or is it for the most part like kind of overpriced stuff you could find elsewhere? Um, yeah, I I don't really like shopping in New York, man. I'm gonna be honest with you, shopping in New York is kind of ass right now. <laughs> I feel like when I was younger, it was like really, really good. Yeah. Um, but um, like I feel like all these stores like tax now. I feel like the the best stores that I've been to in the U.S. right now, like yeah, like like Second Street's an amazing store. You can get like Hysteria, you can get Number Nine, uh, reasonable prices, Undercover, all that, all that stuff. But um, like boutiques, um, there's like two stores in Texas that I really fuck with. Uh, one's Hype Goods in San Antonio, and um, I did a I did a pop up with them a couple months ago. They they it's like a collection of two or three stores in one in one location. Um, and it's super, super curated. They do like vintage streetwear, a little bit of luxury really well. And then the other one is human Dior in Dallas as well. They do like everything to the best that I've seen. Um, and when I go there, like I can actually find pieces that are like affordable. Like I don't want to, I don't want to break the bank just cause I want to buy a babe tea or something like that as well, you know? Um, and I feel like all the New York stores, like I haven't been able to find affordable stuff at Tokyo seven, like in two years, at least three years. Yeah. Since COVID, everything everything's been like out of control. I haven't been back since COVID, but I remember before COVID, and I, again, like I, I have not been, but before COVID, you could find Tom Brown suits. I found like a Eddie Saint Laurent suit for like four hundred, like suit, you know, blazer and pants. Um, Damn, you could find Tom Brown suits for like four or five hundred. You could find um, what was the other one that I I really loved? You could, I mean, you could find just good shit there, like on the regular for not insane. Oh, found like Andy leather jackets and Rick leather jackets for like 270, 300. Um, now, you know, I, I haven't gone back, but I assume, you know, somebody ends up with a Rick leather jacket. They're not putting it up for $300. Oh no, no way. Um, I think that what the move is in New York right now is like, if you see like an IG store, that's having a pop-up and they're like, yo, I'm going to be here at, um, like this this place in the garment district for like this weekend when you pull up there they'll cut you like a nice deal on on a bunch of stuff but like i don't know i was at tokyo seven and they had like number nine denim and i'm not talking about like old number nine i'm talking about the like the new number nine and they wanted like 250 for like a pair of denim like these are like size 28 29 i'm like no one's gonna be able to like really rock with these you know they, tokyo seven is also taxing. a consignment store like you'd think that you'd be able like if something's really expensive you'd be like hey would you take 140 for this like you know like it is consignment. And in most other consignment stores, like I've gone to furniture consignment, I've gone to like, um, I guess that's sort of the most common, but showed up to a furniture consignment store, saw a pair of chairs I liked, and I was like, hey, could you call the owner and ask if they take $300 for these, you know, two chairs rather than 650 And they're like, yeah, we'll give them a call. Oh, you know, they want 420 That's the lowest they can do. And I said, ah, oh, it's too expensive. But, you know, there there's like some element of haggling. Right. But I feel like with clothing, you just like throw an arbitrary price on it. And there's going to be some idiot who walks in and goes, oh, number nine denim. They did touch me. I'm sick. This must be that. And they just buy yep. it. And then it jacks the price of everything else up. This is the kid Leroy jeans. I can finally buy them. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. A, a bunch of like 
a bunch of the really bad versions of stuff okay. from different brands, like, you know, cargo Balenciaga cargo pants are the hot thing now. So the really bad Balenciaga cargo pants are being sold for so much money. Oh, the ones that are Damn. like basically like Carhartt skinny cargos. <laughs> is that like the is that like the denim? I've seen like the denim that's got like the shorts on it on as well. Oh, like the, the, the hybrids. Um, yeah, those are kind of big. And then there's a there's a pair of cargo pants. This is the bane of my existence currently. The best cut of cargo pants I've ever seen in my life. Beautiful, perfect, not too wide, just just like the right baggy cargo pants. Um. Kanye West wore them once. Good night. For uh, for uh, like I I found listings of them like last on like Saks Fifth whatever they they sold out at four hundred dollars. So expensive, but you know it's yeah, about to get so much bad. worse. Uh, Kanye wore them once, and it was for one of those one of the like five thousand album release parties he did last year. Um, <clears throat> every single Grailed listing is two thousand dollars. And the main picture is him wearing them. Yeah. And it's usually just one seller, though. They got like five. I mean, I'm sure if you go and look and, and check out like one, two, three, four, five, nah, it's, it's all the multiple. same seller. Oh, it is? Yeah. And it's different pictures of Kanye. Oh. <laughs> like awesome. everyone oh, like... caught on to this shit. Yeah. Uh, and it's this is like truly the one pair of pants I currently want and like have wanted before this Kanye shit. And there's nothing I can do about it. Man, so I was on this shit I slept. before you. I liked it before Kanye wore it, okay? Um no, the bliss stuff is crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. that some of that shit gets like it's so competitive trying to buy that stuff for yeah. like any reasonable price. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's not doable. Like you have to sit mm. on some website and just click refresh until it pops up and then beat everybody else to it the second it drops. like me twice a day on the real real. Yeah, it's just uh, like, uh, the real room. Yeah, they get some really good shit occasionally, but you have to be like so fast. They get some really real, real, real good shit. Real, real good, good shit. Is there like <laughs> a is there like a Balenciaga like Illuminati secret society like uh, group yeah. where people just be like giving each other like the deals? But it's like, okay, I'm selling you this pair at a good price, but uh, I'm calling take backs when I need them back. You know, is, is there a, is there a thing like that? There is a, I mean, if you're in the right groups, it's pretty possible to get Balenciaga for like prices that don't make you want to die. Um, all of my Balenciaga has been really cheap. I've been trying to find a seven layer and. Okay. Yeah. But oh like my. not everything, oh man, chill out, calm down. I don't have a seven layer. Um, I do have Michael, a five layer that I got a four for layer. free. <laughs> I got my five layer for free. Yeah. Not I said hey. the box. Hey. When you got it like that, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'm still waiting to get seated. Like, babe, you know, whenever you're ready, I'll model. I'm re- I'm here. Size 10 and a half, you know? Yo, yeah, seriously, babe, show some love. This man has put on for you for years. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, uh, you know, and and I, I've I've rocked with all the models, even the, the, the not as beautiful ones. So <laughs> yeah, this, this man's out here fighting, fighting for his life. The the, the good the, fight for the babe. Yeah. Oh, who else in the babe community do you really like? Are there like chill people that you fuck with that dress really well? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. I'm sure Definitely. there are, but who are they? 
uh, I have like a, I have like a chat. I put a, I call it the teriyaki boys chat. It's like the, like the 21st century, like the, the 2023 version of like all like the really, the, the powerful hitters uh, mm-hmm. that are, are babe. I got a, the, like the number one, uh, like the sensei for me, like the real oracles, Barday. Um, he's this dude in the Netherlands. He's been collecting for like a bunch of years. He's got like a complex magazine feature. Um, basically if, I have a question about something I don't know. If I know somebody that has a question, I'm like, bro, you got to see the Oracle. That's Barday, you know? So shout out, shout out to him. Um, some of the other OGs out there, definitely Piss Child. I feel like Piss Child was one of the first sellers that I was like, yo, this guy's got some of the nicest stuff that I've seen out there. Um, then I got to go through some of the homies as well. Um, my homie Taz in, uh, in Brazil, one of the biggest vape heads I know. He's probably the only dude that I know that has Marvel packs in Brazil. Um, my homie, uh, Joe in Netherlands, uh, his, his store is Matsutake studio. I think he's in Rotterdam. He just did like a big exhibit as well. He's, he had like 30 pairs of ice creams and, and babesters out for sale. Um, though, so I mean, the, the community is, is really deep. I got, I think like I gotta, I gotta look into the, the chat right now. So I don't, I don't skip anybody, you know? Hell yeah. For sure. That's sick. Dude. Shout the out the babe squad. Community. Yeah, it's it's still a really tight knit community, man. Like, um, and you can tell who's like who just got into stuff and like who's really been about it for for a minute. So we know we can tell, you know, just because you're here with the new gens doesn't mean you're legit. You don't got that that, that blue check yet. You got to earn it. <laughs> Is it a? It, it's like a pretty like friendly community though. Overall, it's like very. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, I think it's uh it's great because like. These are these are dinosaurs we're collecting at this point, man. Mm. Um, like if you're into OG bases, like first you got to find your size, you got to find the model, and then are they in Japan? Are they in the US? Mm. Like, are you gonna have to proxy these things? Are they wearable? You know, so the dudes that are like super fresh with the kicks are like, you know, those are those are special people. And um, then you got to have like the hoodies to match. You know, like I. I definitely I'm gonna do a photo where I'm gonna just wear like six pairs of like shark shark uh, hoodies at the same time just so yes. I can take it back. Yo, that that's a sick. classic. That we need to bring that back. We do. <clears throat> yeah, that fell out of fashion. We had the uh, the kid that did the original like the Bape Kid in our DMs. No way. Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I wish I knew who he was off the top of my head, but yes, he was in our DMs. He was the one that hey. had the like multi layer zip up. Yeah, those were like his oh, photos. That one, he that took one. them on his deck. Yeah. Uh, I thought it, I thought you meant like the other babe kid. It's like the one that's like he's got like the the shark shorts. He's like throwing up like a little oh, like inside. Uh, yeah, Mike the ruler. Uh, I think that was, was that, Mike the, that Mike the ruler. Was maybe it? I thought there was a Mike the ruler. Like, uh, oh no, that's um, he was like in Hood by Air. Okay. Ooh. Um, that was very Mike the ruler. <laughs> yeah. Nah, the, the 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 babe kid. I remember seeing him uh, trend recently because like he had like a mugshot. And they were like, you're not going to believe the bait kid from this photo. He's going to jail now. Oh, shit. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, know. wait. This you know who guy. I'm talking about, right? Yes. The, like, yes, the real, yeah, like, yeah. The- oh, no, it wasn't him. That My does bad. look like Mike the Ruler. <laughs> real, like, dork-ass looking kid. Sorry, Mike. Um, Yo, where's the Bape Ape at? The guy who used to... Uh, used to like mog on people in the supreme line oh my god yeah what's up with him uh i think he's in prison dude oh shit Uh, i think he got like a like an assault charge and he's been he's been in prison for a minute because i remember seeing his ig and everybody would just post like photos of him like inside and be like yo free my boy and i'm like that's right banging on my chest bro 
Yeah, wait. Like, he would just go and fight people in the Supreme line. That was a like I got whiplash. Yeah. yeah. And then he got arrested and he was then. wearing Supreme underwear. Was he? <laughs> yeah. When he got arrested, he was uh he was wearing Supreme underwear. And I think I think people asked him about it and he's like, cause they on my dick. Why am babe? He did an interview with no jumper four years ago. That's wow. so funny. That's yeah, crazy. Incredible good, incredibly good taste in uh in underwear, I must say. <laughs> Yo, Supreme Underwear still undefeated, bro. Yeah, all the time. I think I got it on right now. All right, all right, all right. Real question. Since it's, it's a hot topic right now, is Supreme dead? Nah, I mean, like, it's in the same yes. spot it's always been in. It just doesn't have the hype. No, I, wait, so it's not in the same spot it's, it's always been no, in. No, no, like, it's it's all the same shit. It's just people, like, aged out of it, but it's still cool. Yeah, like, I I like it as much as I used to. I So I bought my first Supreme shirt ever uh, two days ago. Two, this, the uh, undercover whenever one? Whenever Thursday was. What? The, the undercover shit? Yeah. You you so caught like, that? Oh my god! It was so tough. No, it wasn't. I well, I try to I try to get like one of the button ups and then like the the layered the layered denim and like instant, yeah, so bro, instant. instant. The layered denim sold fast. Yeah, I didn't see. I the button ups were still there when I maybe not. So not XLs, bro. Not XLs. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I. I like get the emails from Supreme and still check every Thursday just to see what's there. Mostly I'm looking for funny tools because I want like a hammer or a wrench again. Um, I love stupid Supreme objects more than anything. Um, so I I, got, I saw the email. I looked at the undercover shit and the T-shirts were all still in stock, which I thought was kind of crazy. Like I'm so used to that shit. Like, yeah, even the T-shirts, especially for the collabs, doesn't matter if people know who the collab is. It's the fact that it's a collab. They'll just clear everything out. It was all still in stock. Uh, so I walked to Dover Street Market and they Ooh. had full size runs of everything. Wow. And no one there. They might still have it. Like <laughs> I'm no gonna one. I'm going to have to pull up. I'm going to have to pull up. They, I was there. I was trying on a shirt because I don't know my Supreme shirt size because I've never bought one. Uh, and this guy offered me. He He's like, yeah, we still got some of the like the layered denim if you want a pair. And he's just like. It was. It didn't. It was. It. They don't make my size. But what are you? Aren't you a twenty-eight? Yeah, they only make thirty. Really? Like thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. For some reason, so, I thought. Fair enough. Nah, it was. It wasn't. Damn. Wasn't meant to be. But I think a hot tip is that uh, Dover Street gets a lot less. Like you have to wait in line at Supreme still on a yeah. Thursday. Yeah. You got to like sign up on a raffle and everything still. Yeah. To no wait one in, in Brooklyn. I'm chilling, dude. No one I'm shops good. at Dover Street for the Supreme shit, and it, they get it yeah. the same day. Or the Bape stuff. They still got roadsters sitting there for days, bro. Days. Yeah. I went to I went to the the DSM in LA, and they had stuff from like three months ago from Bape that you can still buy. I was like, damn. Damn. I always loved going to the Dover Street Market in New York because they had all the cool undercover that you like couldn't find online necessarily. Oh, they yeah. had like the expensive shit that I would then go try on and the sales associate would be like, can I get you any other sizes? And I'd just be like, no, walk out. I don't know. I feel like uh, Dover Street has like sales associates that make me feel bad. Like, no, oh, I don't know for. how. Like some stores, like you go to the Tom store, you go to the Rick store. It's like they're really, really like chill. You can just try on like whole outfits and very obviously be like, look, I can't afford this. And they'll be like, that's cool. Do you want to try something else on? You want to see what you look like? Tom store, especially Tom Brown store is the nicest customer service in New York. Wow. Really? If you go in there, like I did this when I was 
first visiting here, I was like 18. I went with my mother. I was like, look, I'm from Arizona. I just want to like try on a suit. And they're like, yeah. And they like got me everything. They got me like all the, all, like the tie and the shoes and like, and you know, they didn't make any money then, but that's the sort of shit that makes me want to like go back there and support that. Like that yeah. sticks with you forever. And then I, I think uh, my favorite sales associate at the Rick store said the same thing to me. He's like, anyone who comes in here, you just like, you have to be nice to them. Cause you, not, you have to be like, you should be nice to them. Cause you don't know they're going to come back one day. Yeah. Sorry. This is a tangent, but Dover no, Street Market, I go to Dover street market. And even when I'm buying stuff, I'm like, do you hate me? Are you mad at me? <laughs> it was like, I could afford it, I swear. Yeah, like, I, look, I'm here to buy stuff. I'm not just trying things on. Um, Your social anxiety is right. Everybody does hate you. <laughs> yes. Everybody, and they know that I'm on uh, 7 Benadryl. Shout out to Rick Benadryl is crazy. Yeah, shout out to Rick Store especially. Uh, Those, they're uh, so nice. The the one uh, I, I spent the most money on was the one in Miami. Um, and they were so nice to me. I got a pair of, uh, the reflective demonious sunglasses and they were like, oh. you try all them on. Yeah. I was like, at the Rick store. Yeah. At the Rick store. Everybody was really nice. The one in Miami. Bro, um, you've spent more money at the Rick store than I have. Oh, uh, damn. No way. No way. I, I am. A, yeah. I'm a horrible person. Miami feeling myself from there. Yeah. That's tight. And they, they are, they're really like, you don't have to show, like, I think a lot of people are really nervous about the Rick store, but you show up in like any outfit, they will be nice to you. They're not, they're not like, oh, he doesn't have Rick on. He's not meant to be here. This is like, this is all like point at you. No, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> Streetwear. Streetwear. No, get out of here. Yeah, no, they're so, they're so nice. Nah, like they're, any, they're it's cool. And I think that's like what makes a good brand like experience. And it, it makes you want to like. You know, I don't know. It just like elevates the brand in my mind a lot that that's like how they treat even like non-customers. Yeah, but that's like the the luxury experience. Like I apparently I like not. No, at but Dover Street. There's there's like a price attitude correlation where the more expensive the store is, the nicer the people are. There's obviously a drop off because um, you know they can smell that you don't have money and they just don't want to deal with you, but. Yeah. You know, like there are some places like I'll sit down. I'm you know, like me, I dress like a fucking bum, right? Like same ratty heart cardigan, my fucking tattered hat and the same jeans I wear every single day. Like, hey, can we get you a bottle of water? Like, how are you doing? Would you like to see anything in a different size? I'm like, dude, like I came in to sit down. Like <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate the hospitality, but like yeah. I was still so bad. <laughs> I feel like sneaker stores are the worst customer service. I feel like that's the one place that I'm like, if I walk into a sneaker store that just resells, if I get spit on, that's a good interaction. You know, that's, <laughs> like the most that, that's like the most they'll do for you. But like all the luxury brands are like super nice. Rick, the Margiela store up here yeah. in Miami was really nice as well. Really? I got to try on like some rings. They let me try on a pair of, um, what are, what are the, like the, like the Jordan 4, like the Deadstock? sneakers oh, before yeah um yeah like they let me try them on and everything because i was like i'm a size 10 and a half so i was like they only make like 11 in those and i was like damn like i'm not gonna buy them on sale they're 700 bucks but like damn at least i know like they got them like they look good you know that's so nice yeah yeah i feel like sneaker stores suck like they're really bad i've had really good interactions at um selfedge the guys there are so nice oh those guys are great I always end up talking to them for like 15, 20 minutes and they're always so nice to my dog. They're like, yeah, just let them like run around. I'm like, 
he's an asshole. Like you shouldn't let him do that, <laughs> but okay. And they like, he goes over and like Leo likes all the dudes that work there. And I'm just trying shit on and being like, can I see this in sizing? Like, you know, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Like I'll probably buy these when I go to Japan. Cause they'll probably be cheaper, but can I just see what size fits me? And they're like, yeah, sure. You know, no skin off my back. Hey, the dollar's strong right now. Whenever you go to Japan, I know. You know the dollar real strong over there. I remember when it was yeah. just like all you did to convert US dollars to yen was knock off two zeros. And now it's Yeah, like, knock off two zeros. Yeah. Now it's like what? You get that plus thirty percent off? I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm rich. They'll, they'll, Yo, they'll show some love. Some yeah. weird thing happened where I ordered the same pair of jeans from Japan twice in a row. Okay. Um on purpose. Uh <laughs> The exchange rate when I bought the first pair and then like a week later when I bought the second pair was completely different. Like the what? the first pair I paid 130 and I bought the jeans and a bandana. And Do you want to be your own boss, Michael? Do you want to be your own boss? Yes. Have you ever heard of Forex trading? Essentially, it's <laughs> oh, exchange. What you God, do dude. is you buy capital jeans when the dollar is strong and you sell them when the, the, the dollar is weak. So essentially... I mean, you're not actually changing the product, but it gives you the power to really be your own boss and and put. Is that what? Know, okay, I'm gonna out myself here. Is that what forex trading means? I think so. I, I it's foreign exchange. I think it's just like trying. So to you're just like converting money. Yeah, I think so. That's so dumb. Yeah, crossing your really fingers stupid. and hoping for the 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 currency it's in does not crash. Yep, guys, right. I will give you the tips to making millions on Yahoo Japan if you just pay for my fifteen hundred dollar course. In about in about twenty it. years, you'll have fifteen hundred dollars worth of savings. It's like, I'm a, I'm a shout out just Yahoo Japan. That's it. That's all you need to know. Yeah, big I shout out Yahoo market. Japan. What's your proxy of choice? Oh, Yahoo Japan, dude. Come on now. No, but Everything's like things on Yahoo Japan. You got a proxy to get Yahoo Japan. Oh stuff, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, like, uh, I have a homie who lives in in Japan. He's from Brazil. Oh, you uh, go straight to the source. Yeah, so like I'll hit him up on the WhatsApp, you know, and he'll 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 hook it up. Um, That's sick. I love there's there's tight. this huge like um uh, like Brazil and like ja- Japan like connection. The biggest diaspora of Japanese people outside of Japan is in Brazil. It's like two three million people something like that. Uh, so this is a dude that was originally from Sao Paulo and like now lives there, and um yeah he 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 hooks it up man mad mad love to him um. But, uh, you know, like the, the easiest ones, obviously, like buy, you can just get on buy, like cop whatever you need on on there. Um, but yeah, definitely. Uh, if you, if you know, some Japanese people just like try to befriend them. Well, they, they can always they can always get a box for you to ship it out, you know, True. dude, international shipping is so expensive. I had to ship an overcoat and a suit separately for USPS, just like to the UK, $180 between the two of them. Yeah, that's OD. So do you right now? Ridiculous. Oh, you're on mute. What? Uh, I had to ship my passport to England and it cost me almost $100 just for that little what? fucker. Why? I mean, it was in a padded envelope and I think the the cheap option was like 50 and the expensive yeah. option was like 80. That's not right. I chose the expensive option because I thought it would get there faster. It took like two weeks. Uh, <laughs> I... Did it let you out the country? What? Were you stuck in England? No, no. I I shipped my. Sorry, I I have an English passport. I got it renewed. Oh, okay. I had to got ship it. it. I feel you to the. I'm a little. I'm a little. You know, I'm foreign. Um, I had to ship my my old passport and a photocopy of every single page of my American passport to them. 
Damn. Like a full color photocopy of every single page. Huh. I saw they treat us immigrants, man. You see? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and then first they sent me back the photocopy. I'm like, I don't need this. I don't, I have the passport. I don't need a photocopy of it. Um, but yeah, so I, you have to like ship them all your shit, um, which is crazy because they let me, they let me email them the picture I wanted in it, but I had to, to ship the copy of the passport. I don't know. Interesting. Man. Yo, should just, I go like, to England? Printed. What's it looking like out there right now? I mean, whenever I go to England, I go to like the suburbs and like little towns where my family is. I'm not, okay. I'm not that well versed on English tourism because I'm not going to like, <laughs> like if you want to go see my grandmother, she's a wonderful lady, um, but she's not. She lives in like, you know, a, a little town. Um, okay, okay. I do. I, I I like you know London's fun obviously. And I really like Manchester, which is up North. Um, just like a, you know, not that it's just like a fun town to like wander around for a day and like eat and drink. Um, oh yeah. The pub culture is strong out there, man. That's why I would want to go strong. up there. I, oh I yeah. That'll I be everywhere for more than an hour upon landing. Yeah. No, that is, that is the kind of place where people are like, just like casually drinking a beer pretty much every meal, every moment, if that's your thing. That is a hundred percent not my thing, so I'm not really built for that country. Um, I like barely drink, so they, you know, okay. I, I'm not. I didn't inherit that part of the British somehow. So as we wind down, we have a question that we ask of every single guest that's been on the Pair of Kings podcast. It's our way of bringing you into the fold, essentially a, a rite of passage, if you will. Um, so Juan, if you had a year to eat a wooden door, hinges and doorknob included. Could you do it? And if yes, how? Oh, yeah. I, I heard this one. I heard this one before. Um, I think I would. I think I would just fuck up a door. Like, <laughs> a, a whole year? Yeah. I mean, I probably would, like, blend it, you know, just for the challenge. You know, I don't know what I would do about the metal pieces, but we're going to have to figure something out about those. But, like, I feel like I would either blend it or I would, like, I don't know, I would try to, like, bake it or something, make it, like, crunchy. Like, Ooh, wood chips, a literally. door. I think yeah. the uh, the new approach that's just popped into my head and bringing it for full circle is you get loaded and every time you do, you go down into the subway station and grab a churro and one of them is just sawdust and you just hack away. At <laughs> you that don't know thing. which one it is. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, actually, that's I mean, that's a way to sneak it. Can if it is sawdust, I think it is possible. I think yeah. you could replace like a protein shake with that instead. Yeah. yeah. It's a mass gainer. <laughs> Yeah, the extra calories. Gains off the door. Let's go. How many calories in wood? <laughs> That's a crazy Google. <laughs> hey, don't lie. Uh, there's so each board foot in maple uh, is equivalent to four thousand four hundred and seventy-nine calories. Okay. So a foot of wood. But what thickness? A is a board foot's like a would it be like a like a twelve inch board kind of thing? I don't. Know, I maybe like two by four. Uh, 3,500 kilocalories per kilogram for wood. Okay. Yeah, I know we're not that crazy because I'm seeing a lot of people be like, yo, how many calories are there in a doorknob? <laughs> you know, so, yeah. <laughs> yo, what? Oh, they, there's calories, but they're not digestible calories. Oh, maybe not to you. Uh, They're mostly starches in the form of a lot of fiber and a teensy bit of sugar. Oh. Uh, We can't pay... The human digestive tract is completely unable to break wood pulp down, so it passes through us unchanged. Mm. Yo, I'm just gonna have some right. dusty shits. 
<laughs> I might have to, yeah, I might have to change my answer now. <laughs> oh, just off that. Yeah. God, wood in, wood out. Sheesh. Oh. Something else we also ask of our guests, and before I forget, because God knows I will, um, we ask for a keyword or phrase um, for anybody listening who would like to join the Discord, which we have lovingly named the happiest place in fashion. Juan, do you have a word, phrase, something, photo, idea people can send to us over on Instagram at Pair of Kings Pod if they'd like to join the Discord? Ooh, ooh, that's a good one. Uh, today, let's go with Gatorade. Gatorade, it's a good one. Okay. Uh, your or like your favorite Gatorade flavor. Like it's got to be if if red, they're not allowed in. But any other color, yeah. Nice. What's what's you. the blue one called? Like winter freeze. Uh, it's like winter freeze, and it's like there's like a it's like a lightning or something like that. Like the the blue ones are crazy though. The purple ones are terrible. The spicy Gatorade. Yo, how do you feel about like the 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 lime cucumber the lime cucumber one? Oh, that one's disg- tight. I hate that one. You like it? Yo, I love drinking salad. <laughs> I love drinking salad. Yo, you're a tropical guy, man. That's why. That's why. When I was exactly. in Texas, that's what everybody was drinking, bro. Was the lime cucumber one, and then they'll put like chamoy and stuff, like all the spicy stuff around the rim on a Gatorade, bro. It's crazy. That actually sounds kind of good. That sounds nice. Oh, yeah. It's a little tropical Gatorade. Sick. So we also have song of the week. Um, something you've been listening to, something you've been enjoying, and we put it on a playlist called "Pair of Kings: The Ocho" in all caps. Um, Damn. you wanna you wanna lead us on lead us off with a song you've been enjoying oh well this is the ocho it's got to be some spanish music then i was listening to a lot of reggaeton oh, um hell yeah. my fa- yeah my favorite my favorite dude right now is this uh this colombian guy his name's fade uh f-e-i-d and um he's just got a, a lot of good stuff uh i'd say castigo by him is probably like the like the joint i listen to the most or hulu let's go with hulu because it's, it's gonna be easier for people to find <laughs> Yeah. That's awesome. I uh, I found some of my favorite reggaeton music. I was at a, a gas station and I was helping a guy jump his car. And this guy in an 18 wheeler pulls up. And he must have just been going in for like coffee or to fuck around. But he kept his radio going or his playlist. And it was like six or seven songs straight of just like great music after great music. And I was standing there shooting the shit with the guy I was jumping. But then like with my phone out on Shazam. <laughs> like getting every song that he was playing oh his truck was bumping no it's, it's great party music like now if there's a if there's a uh, a pair of kings like official like summer party you know mm-hmm. i'll come through with the reggaeton playlist and the oh, yeah the cucumber the cucumber gatorade we'll have like a, like a lab party <laughs> i feel like if you mix some like cucumber gin into a cucumber gatorade it'd oh yeah good. oh yeah i just started fucking with gin too uh you gotta get the uh you remember the gatorade fit the guy with the towel and the fucking headband and everything have you seen this no 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 i haven't seen that i'll send you a link it's like people just gassing this guy up at a bodega who's in a full gatorade fit it's crazy the uh the my favorite bodega fit is like the most classic one it's like uh it's like my son got on the denver nugget jeans on right now whoa he's like (laughs) It looks like Tracy Morgan, dude. He's just like, yeah, bro, I got the yellow polo. Goated, bro. I almost managed to get a pair of Denver Nuggets jeans. Um, Who was I talking to? Nick Kincaid, I think. He's on TikTok. Um, I'm in a group chat with him. He was like, I'm at this thrift store, and they have Denver Nuggets jeans for like 30 bucks. Does anybody want them? And I saw it the next day, and I was like, if you go back and get them, I'll give you like $50 for the Denver Nuggets jeans. He went back, and they were not there anymore. 
They were gone, dude. Yep. No, that's rare. That's rare too. Ugh. I'm a big Carmelo Anthony on the Nuggets fan. No, the oh, Carmelo the Anthony on the Nuggets fan as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a crazy Carmelo uh story now because uh you know, they got the store in Soho called League Fits where they will like sell like uh players' closets. Yeah. And um like uh I went one day and um they were selling like Jimmy Butler's closet and Carmelo Anthony's closet. And yeah. uh Carmelo had all his fitteds out. And uh this is the week before I went to Atlanta. And I remember there was like this like uh like super purple colored Atlanta hat. And it was it's, like, it's almost like the same like uh purple that I use on my page. So I was like, damn, I need to cop this. What size is this? Turns out Carmelo got a big ass head, bro, because he got the same fitted size as me. And I never expected that, dude. Yeah, it's it like seven and three quarters. So I was like, damn, Carmelo, shout out to you. Appreciate the hat, bro. That's crazy. Michael, song of the week. Uh, I'm going to keep the theme up in many ways. And I'm going to put uh, Tokyo by Mesita. It's a, it's a Spanish rap over uh, the Tokyo Drift beat. Ooh, that's, that's fire. It's like a, it's not 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 quite over the Tokyo drift. It's like a it's a full remix of it and it's so good. Damn. I was I gonna put something way more embarrassing on there and then I thought I had to show up a little bit more. So I'll save the embarrassing shit. Uh Mesita, M-E-S-I-T-A, and then Tokyo with a Y. Let's go. I don't know what I'm gonna go with this week. Now I feel like I should change it and throw something on. Uh Leo's coughing. Uh, okay, for my song of the week, um, I am going to go with um, I'll go with El Alpha's song. Uh, Real shit. I feel like it's basic to do La Mama, la mama de La Mama, but it's a good song. That's that's one of the, the best songs, bro. If you play that song anywhere, like grandmas will start shaking ass. You know, like you could play that at any party. Yeah, I was hanging there. out with my roommate, and he was like, you know that song's about him just getting, like, good head, right? And I was like, excuse me? Like, what are you talking about? Google the lyrics, that's all that it's about. Yeah, that's how you know it's a good, it's a good track. That's how you know. Juan, before we get out of here, take the floor. The floor is yours. Um, send some shout-outs. Send some, send some love. Um, you know, whatever you'd like to do. Uh, take a minute. Plug whatever you want to plug. Um, yeah, let us, let us know. find you. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, my IG's at, at apparition.xci. If you type in apparition, I'll be I'll be up there. Uh, shout out all my boys, all my teriyaki boys, uh, all the homies from the chat. Shout out all my people in Colombia, Brazil, Mexico, Guatemala. All my Latinos in this fashion shit. There's not a lot of us, so let's get it. Uh, shout out both of y'all for having me on. Uh, shout out John too. You know, like he's he's sick. Uh, we we've chopped it up a little bit. He got he copped a pair of bases off me too. So nice. you know, missing him. Um, and yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out y'all for letting, having me on here. Yeah, nice, John. Um, I won't go into too many details, but John was indisposed when we were planning this. Um, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, he just happens, he been going through a little bit right now. Um, sending him love. Uh, sending him love for sure. Yeah, big hearts. Absolutely. Thank you so much to everybody for listening. This has been the Pair of Kings podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Pair of Kings Pod. You can email us with any business inquiries at pairofkingspod at gmail.com. Um, as always, I'm Saul Thompson. You can find me on Instagram at Saul Thompson. I'm joined this week not only by my co-host. I'm Michael Smith. You can find me on Instagram at, at Pharrell with a PH. <laughs> and this week by our wonderful guest, Juan Sarabia. You can find him on Instagram at apparition.xci. 
As always, everybody, this has been the Pair Kings Podcast, where we're bringing you business as usual, tomfoolery as planned, once a week, every week for the foreseeable future. Take care, everybody, and as always, and as always, fuck, have a great Thursday, and where would you like and like what you wear? Bye. Fuck, have a great Thursday. Thought I could get through it without. Mm-hmm.